And welcome everybody to another Strange Uncle's Oddities. On this one, we're gonna we're gonna dip our toes a little bit in some uh, UFO conspiracy. So um, stand by. Conspiracy theories about the U.S. government are nothing new, but some tend to have more staying power than others. The Majestic 12, also known as MJ-12 and MAGIC, spelled with a M-A-J-I-C, is just one of those conspiracies. The existence of a Majestic 12 is said to have been first discovered by a television producer and UFOlogist in 1984, but MJ-12 allegedly dates back to, wait for it, as far back as the 1950s. According to documents that have been released by the FBI, Majestic 12 was a group of top military personnel whose sole responsibilities was to investigate UFO sightings and crashes. Since the release of the papers of the public in 1987, the existence of the Majestic 12 has come to be widely believed by many UFO researchers and enthusiasts. However, there's always a however, right? There are decades of evidence that call the authenticity of Majestic 12 into doubt. UFO experts, the FBI, and even the former Air Force Special Agent have stated that Majestic 12 is a complete hoax. Despite all the evidence that cast doubt on Majestic 12, it remains a hotly debated subject in the UFO community uh, to this day. So it all started here. Um, television producer Jamie Chandra received a mysterious envelope containing a film roll. According to Jamie Shandera, uh, he was at his home in Los Angeles reading an issue of Variety on December 11, 1984, when he heard a sound at the front door. It, took out, it turned out to be a brown envelope someone had pushed through the mail slot. The envelope had a postmark from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm, interesting. But there was no return address or indication of it had been where it actually had came from. Upon opening the envelope, Shandera discovered a roll of undeveloped 35mm film. According to him and his associates, this would be the beginning of the Majestic 12 investigation. Although there is no name on the envelope, Shandera assumed it was been, had actually been dropped off by a friend of his, uh, William Bill Moore. Moore was a well-known UFO, UFOlogist, and two men were scheduled to have dinner together that evening. When Shandera showed Moore the roll of film, he told Shandera he had never seen it before. Moore and Shandera reportedly went to the Moore's home where Moore developed the black and white film. Moore had spent a good deal of his career researching the alleged, allegedly, UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico, and had even published a book in the 1980s titled The Roswell Incident. As Moore began reviewing the photos, he realized there was a direct link between the uh, photograph documents and his own research. So according to Shandera and Moore, now together looking at this case, uh, the developed film revealed top-secret government documents consisting of an eight-page memo dated November 18, 1952, for President-elect Dwight D. Eisenhower. The documents alleged the formation of a secret government agency called the Majestic 12, which consisted of 12 of the U.S.'s top military personnel and to even add to that, the memo stated that Operation Majestic 12 had been commissioned by President Harry S. Truman himself on September 24, 1947. In addition to the famous Roswell crash, 
Documents also noted a second UFO crash near the U.S.-Mexico border on December 6th of 1950. It was to be the Majestic 12's role to investigate these crashes, study the technology of the flying saucers, and plan for a potential alien invasion. Well, there's that, right? So it seemed like no coincidence that the Majestic 12 documents fell into the hands of Moore, since they specifically noted the UFO crash in Roswell uh, from 1947. The documents even noted that the government had recovered portions of a flying saucer, as well as four alien bodies at the crash site. Moore would later bring in fellow ufologist and Roswell investigator Stanton Freeman, who most of you should know, uh, to assist in verifying the authenticity of the uh, MJ-12 briefing. However, Shandera, Friedman, and Moore did not immediately go public with the documents. Instead, they spent approximately two and a half hours trying to verify or debunk the whole legitimacy of the Majestic 12. Early on in his research of the MJ-12 papers, Moore claimed he received a strange postcard in the mail. The front of the postcard depicted an image from Ethiopia, but the postmark was from New Zealand. Like the envelope Shandera received before, uh, there was no return address. However, there was a cryptic message typed on the back of the postcard, and this is what the message was. Add zest to your trip to Washington, Try Reese's Pieces for a stylish look, try suit land. Although Moore didn't understand the message, Friedman knew the top secret Air Force documents were being flown to Suitland, Maryland, where they were being declassified and prepped for the National Archives. Moore and Shandera later claimed that over 100 boxes of top secret government documents were being reviewed for declassification by the National Archives on July in 1985. The men said that they were able to gain access to the files and eventually came across a memo in its box from July 14, 1954 that confirmed the existence of the Majestic 12. The memo for one of the President Eisenhower's aides to the USAF Chief of Staff read, Quote, the president has decided that the MJ-12 SSP briefing should take place during the already scheduled White House meeting of July 16th, rather than following it as previously intended. Unquote. After the memo appeared to provide independent verification of MJ-12, Moore and Shandera were still nearly two years away from revealing the full extent of their investigation. On May 29, 1987, Bill Moore released a statement regarding what he referred to as the Moore Shandera Friedman Research Project. Moore explained, Although we are not in a position to endorse its authenticity at this time, it is our considered opinion, based upon research and interviews conducted thus far, that the document and its contents appear to be genuine. Moore also included the 1954 memo from the National Archives for the public to review. Moore had published three redacted pages of the 1952 memo in his newsletter on April 30, 1987, noting the documents had come from well-placed contacts within the American intelligence community. As word of Majestic 12 began to grow, the Air Force and FBI reportedly conducted their own investigations in 1988. The FBI's final determination was that the MJ-12 documents were bogus. In fact, the FBI published the documents in 1993 and wrote the word bogus on each page. <laughs> Jesus Christ, make a point. They redacted nothing in the memo. UFOologist Philip J. Class and other skeptics have also pointed out inconsistencies in the Majestic 12 papers. For instance, much of the formatting doesn't align with the formatting of government documents at the time. There's also the use of words like media rather than press, 
which indicates the documents that may have been created in the 1980s rather than the 1950s. Skeptics have also noted that dates are listed by day and then by month, rather than month and then day, as is commonly used in the U.S. However, more reportedly always used the day-month format in his books and papers. Even Carl Sagan weighed in on the Majestic 12. He said of the conspiracy, Where the MJ-12 documents are most vulnerable and suspect is exactly on this question of provenance. The evidence miraculously dropped on a doorstep like something out of a fairy tale. In 2013, a documentary titled Mirage Men exposed an alleged government conspiracy involving leaking false information to UFOlogists and those who had claimed to see the UFOs. The reason was apparently to alert the Air Force whenever UFO enthusiasts were on the verge of discovering an actual military project. The primary source of these accusations is a former special agent of the U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigations, here we go, wait for this name, Richard Doty. Doty has stated he even assisted in the creation of the Majestic 12 documents, but it's unclear to what extent. One report indicates Doty gave more documents referencing Majestic 12 as early as 1981. The U.S. Air Force has neither confirmed nor denied Doty's allegations that the government and military purposely misled the public into believing UFOs. UFO researcher Brad Sparks has claimed he met with Moore on April 16, 1983 to discuss Majestic 12 and the Roswell crash. According to Sparks, Moore and Freeman's investigation into Roswell had gone cold, and they were considering creating fake government documents about UFOs in an effort to persuade military personnel to come forward and speak. Although Sparks advised against creating a fake report, as it could be easily debunked, Moore allegedly went ahead with a plan and created the Majestic 12 memos himself. Sparks later wrote that the journalist Robert Pratt had recorded conversations with Moore and Doty. The conversations allegedly exposed that Doty was feeding false information to Moore, who wanted to write a non-fiction book with Pratt. When Pratt suggested they publish a book as a work of fiction, Moore dropped the idea. So... I mean, there's a little bit more to it, but that pretty much is the uh, story of the Majestic 12. It's been beating around for quite some time, and of course, you know, the case is still out, whether it's uh, true or not. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion it, uh, it probably is not, but a fun tale to tell nonetheless. Close the gates. 